Hello, welcome to Is This a Brie? I'm Anne-Marie. And I'm Christine. And today we are talking about travel cheese. Christine and I both travel a lot, and we have a couple things that are our staples of travel when it comes to cheese, because we firmly believe that it is the best travel snack. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there just comes a point where you can't spend $15 on another shitty airport burrito or what's supposed to be a salad, but it's just like wilted what used to be vegetables, like... Airport food, for the most part, is really terrible. And so you could just bring a power bar and hate your life, or you could bring nature's power bar, which is cheese, and be very happy. Um, People sometimes ask uh, if you're allowed to travel with cheese, and you absolutely are. Um, I I mean, TSA is a little inconsistent, we can say. Um, Mm -hmm. I've definitely had them, like, put my cheese through other scanners and stuff and they did just change the rules a little bit or like the sensitivity a little bit so I always put my food in a different bin now but yeah like regardless of the cheese you should be able to bring it on a plane and if not they're lying to you and trying to steal your cheese so like we have both brought lots of cheese back from lots of different places I just bet and I actually forgot that I had two hunks of prairie breeze at the bottom (laughs) of my backpack coming back from Iowa and I you know no one bad an eye I got all the oh my god I just realized I actually have cheese curds in my bag right now (laughs) see it's meant to be oh crap well you know (laughs) that's been there for a couple days already because I got in two nights ago so (laughs) Eh. yeah those are probably gone goodbye cheese curds so Oh, well. Oh, we well. <laughs> We live what we preach, though. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> the best... I, so I think when people hear that we bring cheese, they probably think we mean cheese boards or, like, cut-up cheese. No, I just bring usually a full piece of cheese that I, like, break off if I'm feeling fancy or, like, we'll use a knife, like a little, like, plastic knife if I'm feeling fancy, or I'll just, like, eat straight from it like an apple because... You are traveling and you need to nourish yourself. So the rule. I really enjoy that the extra, like the fancy part of this is bringing the plastic knife. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's as fancy as I get. And I don't even, I don't even bring it. Like I'll, if I see that there's a a little like restaurant or cafe or whatever that I can get a plastic knife from, I'll do that. But no, I, yeah, I don't even get fancy enough that I usually bring my own utensils because that's just a waste of my time, I guess. How extra would it be to bring a cheese board on a flight? Like now, I all I like I hate that, but I all I want to do it now. I mean, if I were like dating someone, like newly dating someone, and like they were really excited about cheese, and we were going on a romantic getaway or something, then maybe I would bring a cheese board, or like I don't know, maybe if I were going with my mom and it were like her birthday, like if I like wanted to like create something special for someone I was traveling with I would but I don't think I would do it for myself because I don't even really make cheese boards for myself at home I just eat the damn cheese because it's delicious so trademark eat the damn cheese (laughs) cheese. oh yeah I want now I want to like bring a cheese board on a plane especially the planes that have quote cheese boards 
for sale once you get on there. Though I had a good one recently, and it was like an all Tillamook uh, cheese flight pun, probably intended, and (laughs) like that, and that was very good. But now I just want the opportunity to. I think Seth Meyers in one of his when I saw him do stand up once, he came to Penn State, and he was like, "You." One of the jokes was, "You really." want people to know that there's a university here because <laughs> you fly into state college airport and then you drive to university park down college avenue to get to penn state <laughs> and i'm like yeah okay that's a little extra but one of his jokes was how he wanted to be like right before wheels down on a plane he just scream welcome to state college just so that when the flight attendant would be like, we'd like to be the first ones to welcome you to. He'd be like, ha ha. <laughs> you are so now first. <laughs> I want to do that with cheese boards. So just like, like legit have one set up, have a couple different uh, pre-sliced cheeses, you know, pre-sliced only like an hour and a half. Right. Have some fruit and nuts around, maybe some dried fruit, maybe some fresh fruit. And then when the flight attendant comes by, be like, can I offer you a cheese board? Be like, no, thank you. I clearly have my own. <laughs> no, thank you. I brought a superior board. So you oh, wonder if they I'm could gonna tell them if someone else saw them. Because yeah, sometimes the cheese boards are good on flights, but mostly not, I find. Yeah, mostly terrible. They have what is actually a piece of brie um, right. that is very cold and sad. Uh, sometimes a cheddar and like white cheddar and yellow cheddar yep. and like the what quote white cheddar is clearly Swiss cheese. Yep. Yeah. We're like, I have been ripped off. This is bullshit. I want a refund of $12 for these three pieces of cheese. Just not something that I want to no. spend my money on. No, thank you. Which is why we bring our travel cheese. We do. And what is your travel cheese of choice? So my travel cheese, um, I would say 90% of the time I bring a cheddar. Simply, I mean, when I'm traveling, I want my cheese easy to enjoy. Like I want it to feel sort of familiar and comforting to not make a mess. And I want it to be rather inexpensive. And also I want to be like super, super sure that it can last in my bag for like, you know, maybe like 20 hours. Um, So cheddar is kind of the best of all worlds for that because the way you make cheddar involves a lot of acidity. And so it's, you have a pretty like salty, high acid cheese, um, which means that like pathogens or bad bacteria are probably not going to start growing on your cheddar. Um, So it's just like a super, super safe one to travel with. For the most part, cheese is like milk jerky. Like don't, if you you have cheese out for longer than you think you should, it's probably going to be fine. But just like especially cheddar, it's always going to be fine. Man, Uh, what a romantic name for cheese. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. (laughs) That's my nickname for cheese. Milk jerky. Fancy. And sometimes, you know, cheese is fun and fancy sure but also it's milk jerky like it's meant to be non-perishable milk basically can that be our two-piece punk lady band <laughs> milk jerky yes milk jerky 100 yes we um, only use a tambourine an electric guitar and a triangle <laughs> i feel like we'd actually get really big and like you know have our big break actually be milk jerky oh yeah um, people will know be like you you like cheat 
you do any, you act, you teach, you write, you, what? No, you, are you talking about lead bassist of Milk Jerky, Christine Clark? I mean, we are just so good at everything we do that it makes sense. Uh, hey, I'm down for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do Great. like podcast recording sessions and then record for Milk Jerky and it'll be, it'll be a good time, I think. Um, from now on, now I have to do a, a punk rock intro for this episode. Yes. Which by this time, the listeners have already heard. But know that that is why that's there. <laughs> I'm so excited. Please tell that to me as soon as you have it because I'm going to yeah. listen to it all day. Pretty oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, milk turkey is what I like to bring with me because that is cheese. So the cheese I usually travel with is Cabot Clothbound, which is a collaboration between Cabot, lovely Vermont cheddar producer, and Jasper Hill, who is a lovely Vermont cheese producer. And Cabot Clothbound is not really a hard cheese to find. If you're shopping somewhere with a staffed cheese counter, they probably have it or have heard of it. Um, so go out and try and find it if you can and or like if you haven't had it because it's very tasty. Um, one of the fun things with Cabot Clothbound is that um, there's kind of a lot of it made. So what happens is Cabot creates this wheel of cheese and they send it over to Jasper Hill um, to hang out in their caves for a while. So the cheddar ages, um, which means that it dries out and sort of develops more complexity um, because it's a clothbound cheddar. When we're talking about clothbound cheddar, what we're talking about is a cheddar, surprisingly enough, um, that has sort of had an artificial rind put on. So the way you do that is you rub your cheddar in something sticky, often butter, often lard. Sometimes um, you can do other things. There's a, a shop in Salt Lake City called Caputo's that I love, and they have um, their clothbound cheddar has some duck fat in it which sounds like, ooh, fancy, but, uh, which is true. It's fun and fancy, but mostly <laughs> that sticky stuff is an adhesive um, for some surgical grade muslin that the uh, person in charge of the cheese will wrap around the cheese, creating a rind. And by creating that cloth rind, you are allowing the cheese some more time for aging, basically. When we talk about cloth-bound cheddar, we're not really talking about cheddar that you put on top of nachos, although I suppose you could. Um, but it's a little more crumbly. It's a little drier. I mean, you wouldn't put it on top of nachos as your only cheese. Like you could put it a little bit on top of nachos as flavor. Yeah. It wouldn't melt well. Not a great melter. <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, no. So British cloth round cheddars tend to be a little more like horseradishy, uh, pretty beefy, sort of like a little more savory. And then American cloth bounds have that savory thing. Often I find that there's like a potato-y flavor though, like mashed potatoes, which is delicious. Um, or they'll be a little more like brown buttery or caramelly, um, you know, sort of like caramel corn type of thing. And Cabot Clothbound uh, has kind of a range of profiles. I find usually when I'm out in the US, um, the profile that I find is more that mashed potato and like like vaguely beefy flavor. Um, but you can find some really nice sort of like brown buttery Cabot Clothbounds and um, it's just, it's a fun one to keep trying. It's also a really 
it's been an important cheese for Jasper Hill for kind of a while. Uh, their collaboration with Cabot um, was something that really helped them sort of grow and develop distribution channels. And it's really one of the reasons why Jasper Hill is such an incredible cheese producer um, in the U.S., like you know, one of the most iconic cheese producers there is by sort of working on that project with Cabot. They just sort of learned how to be bigger and learned how to get to more people. Cabot Clothbound is really what like keeps the lights on for them. And because of that, uh, Jasper Hill can make some really awesome cheeses that require a little more education, which is exciting. And I just I just love how sort of like friendly and familiar Cabot Clothbound is. It's something that you can like very happily eat on its own. You can have it with some ham for a little like potatoey hammy thing. Mm. Um, it's yeah, it's just very it's it's easy to snack on. It's really delicious. Yeah. So let's hear about your travel cheese, Anne Marie. My travel cheese is not a specific maker or creamery, but it is the almighty cheese curd. If you've had cheese curds before, you have probably had them fried mm-hmm. in all their glory Hopefully. because fried cheese curds are incredible. <laughs> I probably I probably have, but that's that's not my go-to. Ones that you probably find around you the most are Ellsworth Co-op Creamery's mm-hmm. uh, cheese curds. I think they're the most widely distributed cheese curds. They're they're easier to find. It is the cheese curd capital of Wisconsin after all. Mhm. The fa- I think my favorite cheese curds I've ever had are from Frisian Farms in Iowa, and they're Gouda cheese curds. Ooh, yeah. Normally, cheese curds are cheddar cheese curds, uh, and cheese curds are it's like baby cheese. It's like the the start of the cheese that we make snackable. <laughs> they're so good, um, and it's just a little different flavor profile. It's still very similar. They're still squeaky, uh, and they work really good for travel because they're supposed to come to room temperature. Otherwise, they won't squeak. Fun fact, if you've uh, never tried that or if you've ever had cheese curds, you're like, people talk about squeaking all the time with cheese curds. <laughs> Why are my cheese curds squeaking? Uh, it's probably because they're too cold. Um, people are <laughs> obsessed with cheese curds squeak. Like, yeah, just go. having been to Wisconsin a couple weeks ago, they really want that squeak. Like, it's like very important. Oh yeah, the cheese curd is squeaky. Which I I mean I respect that. I don't. You know. got you got to respect the squeak. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean I don't. Also trademark. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh yeah. Ooh that's a good one. I'd actually be surprised if that wasn't done already somewhere in Wisconsin. Cheese curds are very portable, and they come portioned (laughs) you know if you have a bag of cheese curds it's like though there is something satisfying about taking a bite out of a hunk of cheese that you've brought on a plane in public like there's just something really satisfying about that but cheese curds are nice pre-portioned little nugs of cheese and it's like an easier snack it just feels like you're being taken care of yeah and they're like a little salty still really fresh they it's not something that weighs you down, at least in my experience, it's still like they're dense, but they're still light. So it's not something like you can eat a bunch of them. It's not like, you know, you go to Auntie Anne's to get some (laughs) pretzels and you get those nuggets, which is the closest thing I compare this experience to. And you get those, they, they always seem like a great idea. It's like Cinnabon in an airport. You know, it always seems like a great idea. And then you get them and then you explode in a Penn Station bathroom and then it's not fun. No, but with cheese no. curds, you don't get that unless you have 
uh, lactose intolerance, <laughs> in which case you will make your nearest bathroom explode, probably. Yeah. Or hopefully you just carry lactate. That's what it's called, right? Lactate. I'm not lactate. Is that the milk? Lactate, that's the milk okay. without <laughs> lactose in it. If you do carry lactate around with you, I mean, bless uh, your heart. Pops. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> good for you well you know maybe someone is that serious about their milk there i actually since moving to vermont there is some really incredible local milk um and it's like seven dollars for like a half gallon like it's like crazy i mean it's like priced for the work that they put into it and so i all i will buy it sometimes it's like rotationally grazed and like beautiful yellow like flavorful milk and like that milk i probably definitely would carry around with me when traveling so i guess oh yeah if anyone else travels with milk specifically um, because they love it, I'm proud of you. And I just need you to know that. I mean, that's how ye old cheese story started, <laughs> right? Like how, you know, the the tale of the dude walking through the desert with some milk in his pouch Run made of pouch. some kind of animal <laughs> stomach. Yep. And he was... You know, cheese was rolling around. It's probably an active stroll. It's probably a long journey. Opened the bag up, was like, hey, it's milk time. Nope, there's cheese <laughs> nope. in there now. Cheese time. And like everything else in the cheese world, he ate it anyway. And no one died. And no one died. That's the second part of that. Yeah, like, that's the part we don't say as often. That's like yeah. a pretty important part, actually. Very important because those are the only stories we tell. Right. <laughs> because we uh, do not have the oral tradition of the story and they did die. Uh, <laughs> and everyone died. Has ended. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't uh, no be one that. lived to tell the tale. So we don't know any of those stories. And that's the dark side of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Well, or that just like didn't become cheese. That was just like a sad mistake that someone made. Yeah, that was just something terrible that did not carry on. Yeah, I feel like travel cheese is really important. Um, if you are a person who takes your own travel cheese on planes, we would love if you tagged us on the Instagrams or Facebooks or whatever social media. Actually, those are the only social media things we're on. So, yep, tag that's us it. <laughs> on those and let us know. I'm always interested in what people do with it because I don't know a lot of other people who i know bring plain cheese but maybe it's something we just don't talk about with each other like it feels like something more people should do than actually do it right it's like let let us know if we're alone here <laughs> <laughs> are we crazy or are we crazy smart i think Somewhere i think we're kind of brilliant yeah. um <laughs> but like let us know if you're doing it also yeah uh Tag us in all the things if you have not tried travel cheese, but are now trying it. Also let us know how to work out for you. How was your experience? We would love to know. <laughs> we would. We really would. And if you want recommendations of travel cheese, we'd love to help out with that. Just we're here to make travel cheese a thing for you. Yes, always. Always here for you, for your travel cheese needs, for your cheese needs in general. We really do want to know what you think. That's true. We are just here to bring more cheese into your life in general. So help us. Wherever that you. may take you. <laughs> Literally and metaphorically. Exactly. So that is our travel cheese episode. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Thanks. Thanks.